it was tough for me to um, to discern in the way that I was doing it um, what was what was I guess in a quick way um, who God might be um, who God might be saying would be a good purpose partner for me um, because I don't think I was um, looking or navigating through the process through the right lens. Um, so I felt that the sessions activities helped me to connect again through this, to the spirit, um, through prayer. And as you always talk about journaling, um, yeah. in a way that made very clear to me, um, the things that were, were fuzzy. Hello and welcome to Dating Done God's Way. I'm your friendly Christian relationship counselor, Tolu. I started this podcast after I began my journey as a single saved woman trying to navigate the dating scene in a godly way. And I've learned a ton since. Here I share tips to make it easy for you to date in a godly way. I've watched my clients navigate the dating scene, enter godly relationships and marriages, and even step into motherhood. I want to do the same for you. I know how hard it is to be saved and dating. Trust me, I get it. And I'll be sharing tips to get you started on your own journey to your own godly marriage. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single power-packed episode. Welcome to the Dating Down God's Way podcast. My name is Tolu. I'm your friendly Christian relationship counselor. And today I'm joined by an amazing Dating to Marry client alumni of mine, Ijoma. Ijoma Anyawo is a first-generation Nigerian-American. She was born and raised in D.C. for most of her childhood, but spent a number of her formative years in Nigeria with her family. She holds a master's degree from New York University in human development and social intervention with a concentration in applied statistics and education policy. And she currently serves as the director of district and school transformation for Boston Public Schools. Ijama is a believer in Christ. She's passionate about social, economic, and racial justice. In her spare time, you can find her volunteering in her local community or somewhere philosophizing about life's deepest questions with some of her close friends and family. I'm really excited to welcome you, Ijama, to the Dating Done God's Way podcast. How are you? Oh, wow. I'm excited to be here, too. <laughs> Thank you so much. I feel like it's so surreal. Um, I I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Always so considerate. I'm good. Thank you. Um, t tell us a bit about yourself, just a little bit about what we should know about you, Ijoma. Oh, yeah. Well, um, so I feel like I'm, I'm a young educational professional. Um, I live in Boston, as you mentioned, Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I'm a single Christian woman. Um, Currently not actively dating for various reasons, um, but one of them being to focus on myself as I went through the Dating to Marry program. Um, I wanted to just make sure that I wasn't distracted um, and I could just really focus on hearing um, what, um, what God was telling me through the program and how I needed to shift through the program without, um, without any outside or external influences. So, Awesome. So how did you hear about the Dating to Marry sessions? How did you come across it? Yeah, um, it's very interesting. I Through so, social media, actually. Oh, <laughs> um, so that's it was, awesome. It was Instagram. Um, I can't even remember when exactly I, I came across your profile, um, but I did. It's one of those things that just happens. You don't even know when it happens. You know how God goes ahead and sets things up because he knows things yeah. about to happen. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I got connected to your profile somewhere like a couple months before I actually noticed that um, the dating to marry session. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, it was again, mostly through in Instagram. Yeah. So why did you decide to join the sessions? What spoke to you about them? Yeah. Well, I was, like I mentioned earlier, I was, um, you know, God knew that I was about to be hitting some really tough times <laughs> in my dating <laughs> As I was dating, like in the dating process, um, it was towards the end of 2020, right? And um, and I was just at a pretty low point, right? Like at my in my dating, as it relates to dating, um, I had been following your content, right? That's when your content came mm -hmm. to mind on like 
now at this point, several, many of your social media platforms for a couple of months, actually. Um, so I was, I was really, really like, like observing what you were saying. I was like this, what she's saying is speaking to my soul. Um, and I, once I heard about the dating to Mary, I think you were opening up the seasons and you're doing like some promotion around it. Um, and I was like, I, I, I felt led to just reach out to you, which I reached out to you on Instagram. And then you were pretty quick about responding and we connected, um, we connected, uh, for for a a pre-session right like just Mm -hmm. to just to kind of for me to gain information and um everything you and you actually (laughs) what was very interesting is that when we spoke I was just hoping to learn more about the program but you asked me some questions and you did like a quick analysis and I was like how did she do that and like (laughs) all of 10 minutes and I was like no that's impressive no something has to be going on this is supernatural so I so I was like okay so you told me about the sessions and you know um I I remember having to to pray about it um you were really uh you're really thoughtful in what you gave and like answering the questions that I had because I had a lot of questions and you know I I felt I felt at ease and at, at peace with the decision after I prayed about it and so um I moved forward felt like this is what what God was leading me to do I'm so glad that, you know, you asked the questions that you did. Ijema is very detailed for those that are listening. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just loved how intentional you were about getting more information before you took the next step. Um, it became very clear that, you know, you were ready to do something different. You were ready to transition into a different space in how you experienced dating. And I was really excited to work with you. So I didn't even mind, you know, I love working with clients that are very thoughtful, analytical, and um, Ijoma does all those things. So it was, it was really a process for both of us to, you know, get to know ourselves through the pre-session, like you said, and see how comfortable we were to, to, to move forward. But I will ask you, what was your favorite session in Dating to Marry? Because I was, you know, I was looking forward to working with you. And then at the same time, I was like, I really wonder what she's going to love about the sessions, because I did <laughs> notice you were very analytical. So what was your favorite <laughs> session? What was your favorite? session in the program? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think um, a difficult question because they were all like <laughs> so good. Um, but upon further reflection, um, I think one of my favorite sessions really was, um, I believe it was session six, mm-hmm. um, that was knowing the one easily. Um, yeah. And I feel like um, it spoke to me for so many reasons because when I came to you, um, as I said, I was at a pretty low point. Um, it's because it, I was fine. It was difficult for me to navigate through all the, um, all the the people, right? Mm-hmm. That I was dating all the oh, all the men that I was actually going on dates with and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I felt like I was. Um, it was tough for me to um, to discern in the way that I was doing it. Um, what was, what was, I guess in a quick way, um, who God might be, um, who God might be saying would be a good purpose partner for me. Um, because I don't think I was, um, looking or navigating through the process through the right lens. Um, so I felt that the sessions activities helped me to connect again through this, to the spirit, um, through prayer. And as you always talk about journaling. Um, yeah. in a way that made very clear to me, um, the things that were, were fuzzy, right? Like I was going into the process, not, not knowing a lot about anything of what God was telling me about the person who, um, would be best for me. Um, and so it made it very difficult and that knowing the one easily, I felt like was the, one of the major keys to, um, really making sure that as I engaged in the process, um, that I was clear about what my husband, what God told me my husband would look like, how we would both complement each other. Um, and it just made a lot of of that, what I was struggling with um, more concrete for me, um, especially as I was also even in the process and it complemented a previous session that we had around um, uh, 
call to marriage, whether you're, you're called yeah. to marriage or a life of singleness. Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, I was struggling with that too. Like if you're dating and you're not even sure if you're called to marriage, if this is what God wants for you, of course you won't be doing it in a very intentional way. So I felt like it all, like, like knowing the one easily gave me the thing that I was amongst other stuff, but that one particular gave me the thing that I was missing um, as, as I was trying to navigate through the dating process of like, this is what you should be looking for. This is the confirmation that God has told you about who um, who would be best for you. And therefore, I'm able to uh, seek through, you know, those that I meet um, fairly quickly or quicker than I was before in a way that doesn't exhaust me right through the process. You know, I, I love how you just break everything down. You know, you just said a number of things that are very important. You know, you mentioned the fact that it's it's a process whereby you were able to discern quicker um, than maybe you would have done otherwise um, through whether or not this is the person God has for you or not. And through, you know, making it so practical so that you are not exhausted right, through that process of meeting and interacting with men and getting to know them and going on dates with them. And I do believe a lot of women struggle with this. A lot of women assume that, oh, it's not possible to know the one before you actually meet him. But through the sessions like what you've just mentioned, we do try and make it very practical so that you are able to date in a way that gives you that insight and discernment that doesn't leave you hanging, so to speak right, as you're interacting with the opposite sex. So having said all of that, what do you think are some red flags women should not ignore while they're dating? Some perilous, like, you know, decisions that they make that they should otherwise try not to ignore when right. when they when they go on dates. Right. Yeah, no, that's huge. I think, um, <clears throat> I think I want to take uh, an interest, like, I don't know if this is maybe a different approach to, like, Mm -hmm. I said to say, oh, the red flags, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes when people hear red flags, particularly um, my Christian women uh, friends and the way I used to think before, I would just think about, oh, what are the things I should be looking for in these men that I'm dating? I was like, oh, nope, that's a red flag. Oh, no, that's I'm not doing that. And you can have a whole list of all the things. But honestly, I would I would actually kind of challenge women to kind of, I think, focus more inward, right, on. and paying attention to what God is revealing to them as they date. Um, so that includes being sensitive to, to the spirit and paying close attention to what, um, as you will say, what you, they're seeing, what they're sensing, what God is showing I'm them. I'm just smiling right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like about the men that they're dating. Like it's, it's, it's like one huge one is like what the spirit um, is saying about the men that they're meeting. Don't ignore the lack of peace that they're having. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, it, as they date, cause sometimes it might be hard to always identify all the red flags beforehand as before you think you might have your whole list and you just go check off the list. But sometimes it's a very spirit led process. There might be things you're not aware of that you just need to, um, stay connected to the spirit, um, be, uh, uh, uh be in prayer with God. Um, so that he can share and reveal those things to you that you may not even know. So it might be hard to just have a full list of all the red flags, but I would just say just a strategy as you would talk about is just like engaging with God through the process, getting sensitive to what the spirit is saying. Um, and, and this huge one that we talked about before, which is um, one, not ignoring the lack of peace, but then also uh, the, the, can your spirit, can your spirit submit, submit to his leadership? Right. Yeah. Like as you are learning him, um, as you are dating him, is this something that you it can you can you see yourself submitting can your because your spirit will tell you beforehand mm-hmm. <laughs> and it will be a confirmation that, yes, this makes sense. And it will be in line in alignment with the peace that you're feeling around the person that you're dating. So I feel like it's it's um it's hard for me to list out all the different red flags, but more of more of the strategy to like really make sure you're in tune with the spirit, what God is, um, uh, what you're seeing, what God is showing you, what you're sensing um, about the men that you're dating in a way that you're not ignoring. And that's the thing that I was not doing in the past. I was definitely ignoring all kinds of different um, signs from the spirit. 
I, I, I just love when, you know, I, I'm seeing the way what we've done through the sessions are being practically applied just by listening to what you just said. You know, we, when you spoke about being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, what he's showing you, what you're seeing and what you're sensing, I believe that was a key part of our conversations around red flags and how it can translate into how you date. Because like you said, there's this misconception in the Christian faith that, oh, if it's if it's you know if the sign is red no no go area i can't i can't i can't walk down that path anymore and it's compromising what god may be trying to convict you about it's compromising Mm -hmm. what god is trying to confirm to you in some instances but i love how you broke it down in the sense of making sure that you take an internal look into yourself and try and see maybe this is a trigger for you for reasons that you otherwise may not have thought about and it's nothing to do with that man so i do mm-hmm. think that's important and speaking of that how does a woman know she's settling actually yeah yeah no i i <laughs> this is a question that's um very much so tied to the the previous one i think um mm-hmm. i think it is that piece um that surpasses all understanding right like if you are settling, um, then again, if you're connecting with God um, and the spirit as you date and you're dating with discernment, you'll be aware, like it'll be very clear when you are, when you are settling, um, when your spirit isn't at rest, when you know that you feel like you're, you're, you're pulling the relationship forward, right? More than it's actually just falling into place and you're getting confirmation, um, and your spirit uh, is is being convicted around like, yes, this is the right person, right? Because as you would say, it doesn't mean that you won't, the, the right person for you doesn't mean that you won't, you won't have arguments mm-hmm. um, or you won't have disagreements, but you, you would always talk about, you would make sure, or the, there will be that peace that surpasses all understanding during the midst of it. Mm-hmm. But when you feel like you're doing, you're bearing the brunt of the relationship, pulling it forward, um, asking questions w- that should be clear, um, like that should, that should, or asking or trying to, um, put the pieces of the puzzle together more than it, than you should be, right? Like in your own strength, you're trying to do more of the work and trying to make it make sense. Um, it, it should just make sense. It should just come into play. It should, you should be getting multiple layers of uh, confirmation and conviction. Um, and when that is absent, um, that's not something to be ignored, right? Because that means that you are settling for someone who isn't quite meeting all the um, all the characteristics um, of a person that God has for you as your pur- purpose partner. Hey, Queen, I see you're enjoying this episode. If you're interested in diving even deeper into attracting the right men, dating your husband, dating for the purpose of a godly marriage, Dating to Marry is the program for you. I work with you to show you exactly how to date to attract your husband. I'm going to walk you through patterns all the way to positioning yourself to date to attract the man that is right for you. I only work with four women. Make sure to check the show notes to sign up for our wait list. I look forward to welcoming you into Dating to Marry. Let's get back to our episode. Yes. That's brilliant. You you said you said you know you said a lot here, and I hope you're taking notes. And I will encourage you to share this with a friend. Ijoma is dropping some gems, and I love <laughs> I love to hear it. Do you think women should have a list? Having said that, you know, do you think it's important for women to have a list? Yeah, I think I think it it is, um, but not in probably in the traditional way that we think, right? Um, it is important to as we talked about knowing the 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 man uh the one easily mm-hmm. part of that is having a list of what are the characteristics um what are what are the things that God has told you about that man um and 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 how that man will compliment you so it is having a list it is connecting it is it, it is having a list but my question would be what is that list informed by so it isn't, is it informed by your flesh, right? Is it informed by what you think you should want? Or is it informed by, um, as you would call, 
uh, the secrets, right? That yeah. God revealed to you about your husband. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I love that word, the secrets, because it does remind me particularly of a story in, in the Bible. Um, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a, this all wrong because it's been a while since I read this uh, particular story, but I believe it was, um, I believe it was Isaac who was, who was trying to find a, a wife mm-hmm. or, or is it the other way around? I think it was Abraham trying to find, yeah, a, wife. Trying to find a wife. For him. There we go. Yep. And he sent a servant to back to his town. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a list of things that the, the servant was like, Hey, these are the things I'm looking for in the wife. Like I that, that, um, that would be confirmation to me that this is the person that you have for me. Right. And, and in that moment, um, here comes I think Rebecca, right? Yeah. Um, and she has met all the different marks, but guess what? He didn't he didn't leap at the first time. Like he actually waited to see, okay, does she meet all the different things? Is that you talk about the different layers of the the conviction, right? You mm-hmm. and other confirmation, like you get confirmation physically, spiritually, um, and then you have that inner peace. Mm-hmm. So it's like that in that moment, we can see multiple layers of confirmation, uh, which was, I found to be very um, uh, revealing to me in that moment. The spirit was talking to me because it's one of the, I think we're also going through this session and I was seeing how it's being revealed in the Bible as well um, about the ways that, that, that biblical dating um, can, uh, uh, should the process that biblical dating should take. And that means that we should come, we should connect with the spirit. We should have a list of things that um, the spirit has told us that is 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 in line and complement with who God has called us to be, as particular as particularly as women, um, as a woman God has called us to be, and we should be dating with that list in mind. But I always I would question, right, it woman, because I know we tend to have this uh, checklist yeah. <laughs> of things that might be informed by many different different many different um, uh, external factors. But wanting to, I think that would be my main question is what is your list informed by? Is it informed by um, your desires of the flesh or what you think you feel like you want or what you've seen in another person's relationship? Or is it informed by um, the secrets God has revealed to you about who the the one would be? I, I, I completely agree with you. And, you know, I, I just love hearing the, 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 the conversations that we had um, like for instance you know the secrets are so important and for anyone listening it's it's basically what god has revealed to you about your spouse and you know it's a process of you know like ijama has just mentioned um and we've we've done you know together it's a process of looking for the peace and also paying attention to what the holy spirit is telling you about that person and ijama you did not mess that story up you in fact, you did a perfect summarization of how that applies to the list. I think that was just Rima. I think that was powerful. And it's a very good, strong example of how God actually does want you to come with that list before him, but informed by him, not informed by your flesh or physical desires, but by the Holy Spirit through the leadership of um of of what god has revealed to you so what do you think is the one thing women need to change about how they date Mm -hmm. yeah i think um i think as we talked about a lot about dating with discernment yeah um and i think that's a little uh, it's it's different particularly from my own personal story about what i wasn't doing prior that exhausted me because i was not dating with discernment so um, it's like not necessarily approaching every man you meet as a potential husband um, yeah. or a potential partner. Like it's, I think you, you through the sessions towards the end, I think it's, um, I forget what session it was, but we're actually, um, I think it was leading, was it leading with your value where we're actually yeah. um, thinking about, um, for, you know, bag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When it's like, <laughs> she does have this smell back. Um, when this, when it's like, you're not necessarily just diving in with your emotions first, right? Without going through taking, going through the steps of like, Hey, you met this man. He can fit into the, um, the, the, the category of, um, I think it's one of the three P's, the category yeah. of, um, a stranger, mm-hmm. right? 
um, and then through the professional and then through the personal, right? You're not just diving in with the personal lens Mm -hmm. and opening up yourself too much to somebody who you haven't even gotten confirmation should be in that category or should have access to you to that point, as you talked about with the Chanel, with the Chanel Right. You want to, you, it's, it, we, we often as women, again, as you mentioned, like pretty emotional beings, um, we think that uh, just if we get one layer, right. And you talked about counterfeits. Mm-hmm. If we get just one layer, right. You said a counterfeit, it would be hard for a counterfeit to fit the um, confirmation, conviction and peace level. So to go through all the different pieces, if we get just the confirmation, which is more of the physical space, we then just launch, right? Like we're like ready, like this might be it. And we get all giddy and we start thinking about the future and all the different connections. And that is, is dangerous because it's hard to um, then pull back, right? It's hard to hear what the spirit is saying. It's hard to hear what God is saying about the purpose of you even meeting this individual, right? It could just not, it could just be for you guys to connect professionally or to teach you about something about yourself and not really be your husband. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I would say just, just that dating with the sermon, just, just thinking about um, how you can, uh, like how you're qualifying as you would use the word qualifying people and qualifying the men that you meet to have access to you. Um, so, um, I think you can be available, right. As you talk about, but not making sure that, um, men who haven't been qualified have all the access to you personally in a way that compromises your ability to see whether or not this person, um, is the one for you. I I love it. I just love it. You just said, (laughs) it's like, you just said everything that needs to be said about what a lot of women are doing in this space, which is very wrong. And when I talk about this space, I mean, godly dating, there's this presumption that, oh, when you get saved, God is going to introduce you the next step to your husband. And mm-hmm. that may not necessarily be the case. And like you mentioned, you know, the, in, the, the Chanel bags is, is, is a sort of inner, it's an inside joke because yeah. I was <laughs> in the Chanel bags and each of us was like, no, that wouldn't apply to me in that particular um, scenario. But the point was learning to put men in the right space or people in general. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, like we discussed in the sessions, a lot of the formulas that are used are transitional. They, they don't only apply in the relationship space, but speaking purely about relationships, what you do find women doing, like you've just said, is qualifying men to have access to them in places where they shouldn't even have been allowed into. And mm-hmm. what that leads to is a whole process of confusion and it attracts a whole lot of counterfeits, so many counterfeits and toxic relationships. And mm-hmm. yes, that's one thing women are doing wrong, like you've mentioned. So as a professional woman, what do you think women need to do differently about balancing work with their love lives? What is a different sort of approach that you would suggest? Yeah. Um <clears throat> I think I think this one is is tough. <laughs> um, I feel like it's one I particularly still feel like I struggle mm-hmm. with today. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, given the current, like I think it's just the current demands of my job, right? So mm-hmm. I'm in a season where I just recently got promoted. Um, to congratulations! A Thank you. <laughs> um, so I I think like it's difficult, and that's why like to to find that new balance, especially when you're shifting, right? Like we've talked about this, like. If God is shifting you, reorienting you, it, it's hard for you to find that, feel like, feel balanced. One, it's hard, it's hard to feel ba- balanced, period. But I do think that um, it comes in seasons, right? There will be seasons where it might be difficult to balance. I am finding it difficult to balance it, balancing it right now in this season. Mm-hmm. But overall, like, I do think that, um, I do think that, um, I do think that engaging, um, and this this kind of goes back to what we talked about in terms of um of of who you are as as a woman, right? I think I love about- it. That's what I was just thinking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, right, right, exactly. I was like, who you? <laughs> God, it's like you spend ten sessions with totally you, right? Um, so it's it's like who God has called you to be as, as, as a woman and letting that lead. And I think it's a part of leading with your value, right? Like a lot of my profession is, um, as you mentioned in my bio is like my drive and my desire and passion, um, around, uh, uh, around racial, social, economic, political justice, right? Like, so I, 
I, I find myself um, in a lot of spaces talking about these things <clears throat> as an advocate for these things. I enjoy volunteering um, <clears throat> around these things and supporting my community. And I think that that that's that's a lot a part of a lot of what is my my value as a woman um of who god has fundamentally called me to be and i think that um leveraging that like like as i get involved as i'm as you call working in the field you're working and being busy in the field mm-hmm. like being preoccupied with that with whatever season you are in in a way that um allows you to still be again open and available to people that you meet right you can meet them. It could be strangers turn into professional, which might turn into the personal. Exactly. Um, but just, just like I feel, I feel whatever God is calling you to do, you feel convicted to end this season. I'm, I'm required to, you know, just be very busy in the field. You might not know who you're going to meet in the field, right? Um, and that could lead to, um, to, to something potential. But that's not the lens that I'm going in with it. But I think that. Um, I think what I was doing prior was was trying to put my professional and my passions like to the side as I dated instead of leveraging that, right? I feel like there's a way to to do that in a way that would allow you to know, again, as we talk about quickly, quickly um, who God has called, called to be as your purpose partner. Because, right, I see a lot of my professionals as my purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know not a lot of people do that. Um, think that way like they have their professional careers separate from their passions but mine is intertwined so anyone who God um, has for me I feel would would be would come and step in and compliment to that um, and so I think I think balance looks different for everybody right um, it's just it's just trying to figure that out and managing the different seasons um, as they change I, I love how you intertwined the, 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 the sessions on, you know, um, embracing your singleness and, you know, getting clarity around your calling in marriage with leading with your value. Mm-hmm. And I, I do believe what you've just said is, is the key, leveraging your purpose so you know your partner. And it's just, it's so interesting. Uh, because a lot of women, you know, in the professional space as, as a professional as well, don't know how to balance both without understanding, like you just said, everyone has their own balance. Just mm-hmm. like we are our own person, we have our own passions, our own personalities. It, it, and the mistake that's being made here is looking at someone as a template, the same mistake like we've discussed in sessions being made with marriage or looking at some or idolizing another, um, you know, another couple without really understanding the intricacies of that particular relationship may be damaging to your own. And it's, it's you know, it's really a journey like you, you know, so appropriately put it of learning to leverage your your and and this is something we did in the sessions and it's something that we do learning to understand your space your space as a woman and how that intertwines with your calling as a wife and a mother and whatever other capacity God has called you to play in the field so I completely you know agree with the way you put it and I will echo what Ijima just said about understanding that it's a personal balance it is not something that we should be influenced by your parents your friends it is a personal balance that comes with revelation from god and plays out we are all playing it out it's not like a perfect skill it's it's something that shifts as you go along so what were your struggles before dating to marry just to you know share with um our listeners what do you think were some of your major struggles before the dating to marry sessions yeah no, I think uh, I feel like I was I was doing it all wrong, like all of it. I was I would say it was there were a lot of struggles. Like I was at a point in time where I was just like, this is for the birds. I do not want any piece in any part of this, right? Like any mm-hmm. part of this dating life. It was a lot. It was I was because that, but that, again, that's because I was doing it in my own strength, right? Oh, like, that's powerful. As we talked about, um, I had uh, like. We talked about the session that confirms whether you're called to marriage or called to singleness. Yeah, like that. I, I liked that session in particular because, again, um, like you know, I due to my like past, um, you know, the way I was raised and 
you know, all the different traumas that we have in our childhood um, and not really having maybe exemplar examples of what it means to be in a Christian marriage, right? And a biblical marriage. I think um, I didn't want anything to do with, with marriage. Um, it wasn't until I came to, to Boston, I shifted here and I know I was doing it for, for I, I didn't understand it. It didn't make logical sense to anyone, but I did feel that peace that I was, I was moving here from DC. Um, and I found now, as I've been here for three years, like it has been for multiple reasons. One, I, I started to, to get a sense. Um, I started to feel that like being separated from my family was very close with my brothers. Um, and I, and I was like, Oh, I could do this for the rest of my life. I don't need marriage. Like I could just be visiting my brothers, hop, hopping off. Like I have many friends, like I could do this. Oh, like this is just, this is life. Right. And I'm fine with it. But when I came here, um, again, God separates you for reasons, right. For things that you can't fully see when you're, when you're in the moment and you just have to, that's why you just have to trust God and follow him. I felt, um, him put a, uh, desire in my heart for, um, for, for, for a partner. Right. And that was only a couple months after I'd been here. And I was like, where is this coming from? This is odd. So, so I, I started to try to do it and like fulfill that desire in my own strength, like in my own ways. Cause you know, I wasn't seeking him. I wasn't praying about praying about it. I wasn't even just dating with the sermon as I talked about before. Um, and so I like, one that was one of my biggest struggles is that um i was not <clears throat> i was not seeking god as i dated um as a result we talked about i ignored many red flags um even even as i was not seeking him the spirit was still like showing me things that i couldn't discern because i wasn't going back to him in prayer right mm-hmm. um and so that was one big thing i would say that i also wasn't leveraging who god called me to be as i navigated through through the dating process, as we discussed before, I was trying to put, I was actually, you know, cause traditionally, <laughs> um, a, a lot of our African parents would say, Oh, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to show up in a way that will intimidate a man. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So I've got that a lot from my African aunties, you know, mm-hmm. my, you know, luckily my mom wasn't of that uh, of that uh mindset. at least not earlier right like as, of that um mindset I think as I got older she's probably thinking like oh lord <laughs> what is going on but um she but that like I started to buy into that and I started to try to um uh not bring myself like and who I was to the dating mm-hmm. process which was a a problem as we've talked about because that's mm-hmm. how you know who God has called you to be with as your exactly. purpose, purpose partner and you can't just separate the two is is it's it's all supposed to be intertwined so I think that was another one and I also um wasn't very clear on what I was looking for either so I compromised a lot including my personal values and beliefs so one of the sessions that we have is just like going through um listing what your 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 values and beliefs are so that you have them in mind and you're not um as you go with I think I remember it was the five C's you're not oh yes you do (laughs) you're not compromising um like before compromise should come last and that that shouldn't be one of the 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 things that you lead with because then you're compromising who you are fundamentally and that's just um problematic and a and a and a um and it, it facilitates, or is a, it's a, it, it's, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's um, fertile soil for toxicity, tox, toxicity and toxic yeah. relationships, right? Exactly. So um, I feel like those were my struggles. Yep. Wow, you've said so many powerful things that I'm sure a lot of women can relate with, especially if you know you're in a relationship that isn't of God, but you lack the peace, but because you're in that rock and hard place of trying to, you know, please parents, family members, culture, um, you feel stuck. So how did the sessions help you out? Hey, Queen, I see you're enjoying this episode. If you're interested in diving even deeper into attracting the right men, dating your husband, dating for the purpose of a godly marriage, dating to marry is the program for you. I work with you to show you exactly how to date to attract your husband. I'm going to walk you through patterns, 
all the way to positioning yourself to date to attract the man that is right for you. I only work with four women. Make sure to check the show notes to sign up for our wait list. I look forward to welcoming you into Dating to Marry. Let's get back to our episode. Yeah. Um, well, I, I uh, helped me out in ways that I actually, I actually didn't even expect. Um, right. So I, you know, I came in, I was like, you know, dating to marry, cool. Like I'll get some strategies, um, today biblically, right. As I'm, I'm growing, as I'm like trying to do that, um, and learn what that's supposed to look like. Right. Um, and I understood through your videos that you make things a lot of, a lot of things concrete and practical. So I was like, all right, I'm getting some strategies. Um, but it, it was a lot more than that. Like I actually, because it requires as you date biblically, it requires you to, it's a, it's a, it's a holistic experience. Um, I, I just grew more confident in the woman God has called me to be. I rekindled the passions that I had for my God given purpose, learn how to be more sensitive to the spirit, do journaling and prayer, gain a deeper understanding of my spiritual gifts. And most of all, as I would say, just strengthen my relationship with Christ um, through the process. So I feel like it's, it was just, it was everything. It was all of it. And it was a lot more than I expected it to give. So what would you say surprised you the most about the sessions? Um, you know, you've mentioned that, you know, it was a holistic process. And I, I, I just love, you know, how I, I, and I, and I mentioned this to you, just watching you, you know, grow through the process and become aware and sensitive was just beautiful to to witness and I love the fact that you're able to echo that that you know it's about strengthening strengthening your relationship with Christ but it marries prayer with practicality like you've just said so what surprised you what would you say was the most surprising part about the the sessions that you definitely did not expect um apart from all of this yeah no, I, I for sure felt like, um, well, it's very evident that it was all built on each other. So the sessions mm-hmm. built were built on each other. And I, as I mentioned to you before, I, like you have this dating to marry <clears throat> program down to a science, right? Like it's, it can be a science because it's just, <laughs> it's just it, the way it flows, um, like I felt very surprised when, you know, sometimes we'll end a session and you have a lot of, you know, tasks to go through. And then the questions that I would have, like, would be a part of the very next session, right? Yeah. Which would show that means that I'm, I have been, I've made the shift necessary mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like in my mindset and I'm thinking in the way that is necessary, I'm positioned to engage in the next session just by doing the task, just by engaging in the previous session and I was like you know I, I thought back to when I was trying to negotiate negotiate with you um, <laughs> in the beginning of the of the of the process oh, when we had a pre-session I was like yeah so do we really have to do all these 10 <laughs> sessions or can we do them in three because you know like yeah, <laughs> I you know, was asking these questions and I, I really got to know through the process like there is absolutely no way you could do that in three sessions because like, they really do and you said they build all each other and I was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I was just like okay like again it was a prayer and the peace that I felt about the decision that led me to it but like what I experienced confirmed everything you said in the beginning, right? It's just like, no, you need all, like, you need all these sessions. And you were actually at some point even willing to compromise with me, but it was, mm-hmm. it was thankfully, um, um, like, again, the Lord intervened. He was exactly. like, oh, do all 10. <laughs> God said, you need all these sessions, child. You need to be all these sessions. Um, and so it, it, that's what it surprised me. I was very surprised. Um, that that they all really built on each other like that and it was just like I was positioned after each session to be ready to engage in the next I I, I love how you put things so you know succinctly um I hope I pronounced that word correctly but you you have a way with words um and you're right you're completely correct that they do build on each other and it was also you know 
I, I and I, I do appreciate when clients, you know, like yourself, Ujoma, take the time to do the tasks. The tasks are so intentional and they're meant to help you process. Um, as you know, you know, I always refer to going back to listening, um, making sure you go through the questions. Um, and we do have conversations around any questions, but you will find, like you've just said, it is linked to the next session or it was answered in the previous ones. So it just kind of builds on each other, which, which you know, I appreciate the fact that you highlighted the fact that all 10 are necessary. And not only, you know, in, in the space of saying, oh, maybe I just need this part, but godly dating is very specific. It's not the same as worldly dating. It's 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 a process that comes by the spirit of God, and I and I and I think you did a good job of highlighting that. So, what do you think is the difference between how a woman should act when she's single and when she's in a committed relationship? Yeah, yeah, that is a, a good question. Um, I think a woman who is single, um, as we spoke about, definitely should be available. Mm. right like available oh i love how you're just dropping all the three p's the three a's <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> right <laughs> she has a lot of these in it and it, it might not make sense to folks out there but so many and they're so good um but it it's it's uh like i think they should we should definitely be available right um as, as we talk about difference between availability and accessible accessibility Mm-hmm. And um and when they're in a committed relationship, that's where the accessibility comes in, right? That's when you're open. That's when they've reached, like you've gotten confirmation, like this is, because I think about it in terms of prayer points, like prayer points as they're single, th- is this the right man for me, right? Is this the person, does this person meet um all the different uh, things that God has revealed to me? Uh, as we talked about, am I getting the conviction in my spirit? Do I have the peace? Does this make sense? So, right, that that is prayer points for for marriage. I mean, for for a single person who is dating, right? And you're available to meet people. You're taking them through the process, um, and and you're you're dating with discernment, right? But when you're when you are in a committed relationship, um, that's when you are uh, uh, opening up that man into a more accessible space, as we discussed, yeah, um, a more personal space. And your prayer points are are more along the lines of because uh, you've gotten the com- confirmation and a conviction piece more along the lines of um what is the purpose of our marriage right what is the purpose of our marriage um are like what 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 should we be preparing ourselves for um as wives as husbands as um as fathers as mothers right like i feel i feel it becomes more intentional with those prayer points especially now that you have the person um, like, I know you talk about having those prayer points as a single person, and then you're praying about and to be connected to your husband and that they are actually um, growing themselves um, and what it means to, to be a husband um, and a father. But I feel like now when you have this person um, in, in front of you and you know a lot of what they look like, it's now about what is our kingdom purpose in our marriage. Um, and, 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 and they're shifting into more of that accessible um uh place and personal space for for you that that's that's so beautiful because it it is true that and i and the the, the key here is i i don't think people take prayer seriously enough and this is something we discussed in our sessions that there's just so much revelation and discernment that comes the more you tap into that space of praying over your future husband and like you just put you know when you are connected to that person praying into your marriage and you know you just reminded me as well when you mentioned what is the kingdom purpose of the five w's you know Mm -hmm. um, what is it why is this why are you both brought together when is this meant to come to pass where is it meant to happen and so on and so forth and who who are you called to be in that in that space and in that person's life and vice versa so it's it's very important that women are able to balance the two um but you're right there there is a you do find women jumping into one before the other they're praying over the man as if it's their husband without confirmation conviction or peace about that fact so I think you've highlighted that very well. But do you think women should date multiple men? What 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 is your opinion on that? Yeah. No, I I think um in again, this is one of the ways where it's like 
you know how uh, there's the biblical way to do things, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, the, what society tells you. Yeah. Um, the way that society thinks of dating, uh, it will be very difficult for a woman to date multiple men at the mm-hmm. same time because dating is very involved, right? You don't like talking about the talking phase. Oh, I don't <laughs> like, like it. Is that like, right? <laughs> you know that. Things, right? <laughs> you know, like dating, again, in the biblical sense is is very intentional. Yeah. as we talked about it's extremely intentional it is uh you, i think you mentioned um about like like at about the third time you're speaking or you're you're dating this person like it's quick like it's mm-hmm. one two three i think exactly. it's the dating your first three times mm-hmm. that you see this person you go on a date with this person by the third date you should have some pretty clear convictions um around what this who this person is is this person do you want to move forward and therefore, because it's quick, you're able to date multiple people at a time mm-hmm. um, because you're in that space of them still being strangers. You haven't committed yourself. It's not like, oh, we've been dating. Like, you know, in the, in the world, you say, yeah, we're dating and we've been dating for like months. Exactly. What does that mean? Right. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> and it's very exhausting because at this point, it's common law marriage. Like, why right. are you dating for this long? Why does it take you so long to figure that out? And I understand, again, that's the way the society does it. Like, no pressure. Like it's not, it's not about intention. It's like, let's see where this goes. But biblical dating is intentional. And it, you, you come with, again, you come with all the secrets. You come with all the, with your list informed by God, informed by the spirit. You're dating with discernment. The spirit is fairly quick, like mm-hmm. quick. I've gone on dates with people who the spirit was just like on site. No, this, <laughs> this is not it. Like, again, but that's because one of my, my like spiritual, as we talk about spiritual gifts is yeah. discerning, discerning of spirits. Yeah. And, and I am highly, like I pray specifically to be more highly sensitive to that. And there are things that the, your spirit is just not, after one of the first dates, your, your spirit is telling you no, but sometimes we try to rationalize that. Right. Like we try to we try to say, oh, well, I just don't have enough information. But no, the spirit had enough information. He saw right through the flesh, saw right through the deceit, saw right through the um, the counterfeit. Right. And it's, it's just, hey, are we are do we trust God enough to um, move with um, what he's given us, even when we feel we don't have enough information? And that's the, the, the biblical side. But I know in the world, because we're dating without discernment, you need to feel like you want to gather all the information you can. So you're just dating for a very long time, but it's exhausting and it's confusing. Um, so I would say it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I want to show the distinction. Like it's okay to, to date multiple people as you date biblically, mm-hmm. but it would be very difficult to do that if you're dating um, world the world, by worldly standards. Yeah. Maybe I should have quoted you when I shared. Because a lot of people don't understand the difference. And you you did, like I said, you have a way with the words. You did a lot of justice to it. There's a lot of misunderstanding about what dating means in the godly sense. Because like you said, the Holy Spirit moves fast. And mm-hmm. it's just about trying, it's just about getting in that space where you're hearing him. So you can date, you know, multiple people. It's not about the fact that you want to date multiple people. But if you happen to meet multiple people that right. meet that particular requirement of, you know, a stranger, you know, the, the, the base level of, of, of standards, being you're a Christian, you're, you're practicing Christian, so to speak. There is attraction spiritually, emotionally, and physically. I can go on a date with you. And if I meet somebody else, I can do that. And it is about that A of availability, like you just previously mentioned, and we've discussed in the sessions. But you find a lot of women acting like one date means he has access to you. And so it excludes all others. So I I love the way you broke it down. So what do you think a woman should look for in a partner? Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Definitely as we spoke about someone who compliments her, yeah, right? Someone who pushes her to be um, more of the woman who God has called her to be. The one, someone who um, affirms and confirms, again, like her purpose, her God-given purpose in life, where she doesn't feel like she has to put that aside um, to be with this man. Um, So a man who just allows her, as you put it, like you can tell, I know we had this conversation before, like when a woman is just glowing, right? Yeah. Because she 
is like affirmed by her man, like who says, "You, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna invest in you in a way that helps you reach greater heights in the person that God has called you to be, in in your purpose as well. You don't feel like your purpose is conflicting with this man, or he's saying that you're you're doing a little too much in your walk and your purpose, like." Because I've been there, right? Like, and I know a lot of women have that that um, have that story um, of men who, and that that I think is what our aunties were talking about—the men who are intimidated by yeah. um, of who you are. Um, of your your partner will not be. Your partner will not be intimidated. Your partner will actually invest in you um, and will help you become more and walk like walk walk more in stride with who God has called you to be. Um, and, and so, and also someone who, from the other perspective, who you can support as a helpmate, right? So we talked about this as well, like the spirit of submission. Hmm. Um, are you able to help that man? Is he allowing you to help him? Is it a struggle? Do you feel like you can't even help this person? Um, and it'll be clear the man God has for you will be uh, open and receptive to the help because I think you said something it's like you've been equipped like as a woman to provide the help necessary for the man God has for you so you're already equipped that's the and then you talk about wife and waiting that's you being a wife and waiting that's you already having the skill sets to to support the man God has for you so I feel like it all works in stride and in step and it would make Total and complete sense. Uh, you know, you've just said, you've said it all. It's it's so important that, like, you've just, you know, made clear that you, you leverage, and I love the way you put it er- earlier, leverage your purpose as opposed to excusing it for that man. Because all that's going to happen is it's just going to keep attracting the wrong men. It's going to keep um, eating at your your true calling as a woman, as a wife, as a mother. And unfortunately, a, a lot of women fall down this, you know, rabbit hole of trying to accomplish marriage, so to speak, yeah. and losing their identity through that process. So yeah. I, I, I love the way you, you know, put it from another angle, how it, it, isn't, it isn't some sort of exchange where you have to lay yourself down to the point where you don't even know who you are anymore in order to get a ring. So having said that, what does dating to marry mean to you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> dating to marry to me means um, I think it means being intentional about answering God's call to marriage on your life right um, I think dating to marry as we talked about it's intentionality and um, how it involves God and the spirit because I think you mentioned even before in our session, when we're talking about this, that it's a it's a divine calling when you're doing it biblically, yeah. um, and therefore you cannot do it without involving God in the process, as we've discussed. So, dating to marry to me is um, me dating in a way where I'm being intentional with what God has equipped me with, what God has given me um, to answer that call to marriage, and in the in in the right season, right. So um, it's it's seeking God. It's um, being sensitive to when He's saying yes. This is this is I'm, I'm asking you to go out to this event or go out to this volunteering or just be available to this or respond to this person or engage more. Like like it's 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 connecting with God through the process and being intentional about answering that call that you know that He's put um, on your life. Um, with uh, with that desire that he's giving you that, you know, comes from God and not from our flesh. So, um, or from any external factors like our parents' uh, pressure to marry or anything like that. Um, but that's what dating to marry kind of means to me. Yeah. No, the, you, you know, you're completely correct. It's about learning to allow God moving your life in a way only he can and going through that process with him and and I believe and I've seen this you know 
um, so gracefully in, in, in you as well, Ijama. It brings, uh, it brings confirmation to you as well. And it brings, it, it, it attracts, and, and I wanted to highlight this, it attracts your husband, right? Yeah. Because that confidence is attractive to, to, to your husband. So how, how would you say, would you say that the sessions have helped you change the way you date? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I, I mentioned, uh, while I was going through the process, I was not, um, I, uh, I was just wanting to focus on what I was receiving and connecting and just shifting. Um, and not while I wasn't being distracted. Um, and so I wasn't necessarily like, like, um, actively dating. dating, Yeah. Yeah, But I, I did meet, you know, people that got put in my life. Um, and I feel like I was able to, um, discern a lot quicker, um, Mm whether or not this person was for me or could be a potential purpose partner. Um, I started to see how, you know, for one example, um, the, the man who was a a Christian, but again, has his own, um, his own, well, again, we're, we're Christians, but we're, we're flawed, right? Like we're all flawed. (laughs) Um, we're all, we're all struggling. Um, and and we're just trying to you know pray to be more and more like Christ every day. So everybody's in a different place in their journey. But you know, I did I did meet this man that was a Christian, and then we oftentimes think that you know <clears throat> they would be perfect and they wouldn't have anything going on. But that's not necessarily true. But just because a man is a Christian doesn't also mean that he is for you. Um, and I, I think I, I previously did have that that mindset I was like oh well if he's a Christian that should be it but no as we talked about there are other things um there there he might be on a whole different journey uh, given different secrets about who his wife is um and so when we had conversations um this one particular example I'm thinking about um just ultimately who I was um <clears throat> did not it, it was um he wasn't, I felt he wasn't able to lead me. Right. Um, I like, I wasn't able to submit to his leadership. Um, my spirit wasn't in alignment with where he, what he was convicted about. Right. Like we talked about beliefs and values, like historic, like before the program, I might've tried to shift my own personal beliefs and values and the convictions for, for him. But we just realized that we're, two we're two different people on two different journeys fairly quickly mm-hmm. um and it was okay like that is okay not every Christian right. man is husband um and so I was able to to just say okay so um uh, we seem to be on two different paths um and we are able to amicably just say all right this isn't gonna work this isn't gonna work out for us and 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 that didn't send me into um, exactly <laughs> where I was like oh lord I'm never gonna find a man or right. it's just not the one for me so like I didn't I wasn't as emotionally invested as I would have that I would have been distraught probably if if, if uh, I that happened prior to the the dating to marry program um and what I learned through it and through the process and if I was dating in my own strength I would have been like oh here go another example of why I would never <laughs> get married right but it's just being confident and like yes I've been called to marriage yes God is faithful and yes he will deliver on time and his own in his own um on his own timing in his right season and anybody who comes into my life could be able to teach me a lesson or two um but that doesn't mean that he's he's my husband and that doesn't mean I will never get married so I I feel like it's helped me to date in a more um in a more emotionally balanced way but then Mm. uh in in a in a biblical way where I'm not I'm not being, um, I'm not having these deep emotional um, traumas from mm. from dating and exposing myself too soon, um, making myself too accessible, available uh, before I actually confirm whether or not this person is for me. So I feel like it's it's really helped me to 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 discern through dating in a way that um, protects my spirit and energy. I, 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 you know, I completely love the way you, you know, explained 
the fact that it's it's not it, it it can be amicable it doesn't necessarily have to be difficult it doesn't have to be a a, a heartbreaking heart-wrenching hopeless sort of response um it, and, and and that is what is attractive you know like we've previously discussed that is what is attractive because then they would be wondering okay where why is she so confident right um, how is she able to lead with such clarity? Because a lot of women that are going through this are struggling with that self of that that sense of confidence and confirmation that you have now you know gotten more conviction about um, as a result of this journey and this process and being able to understand when it's right to be available, approachable, and accessible makes it easier to date in a way that isn't going to you know lead to a spiral, so to speak of self-doubt so finally i want to ask you this what do you think every single woman should know Mm -hmm. i think um one thing that has been really really helpful for me is the reorientation of Mm -hmm. my mind around um what my singleness means right um like that's so powerful my Mm -hmm. singleness is this it's not a, as you would say it's not a sentence exactly. right um, that you're <laughs> to actively like because you see it as a sentence that you would say you're you're actively by all means trying to get out of it and you will make a mistake um and and you will probably enter into a into a marriage um that you you will regret so mm. i i i want to um make sure like my one advice is just like singleness um if you're called to marriage it, is indeed a, a season um, and you should be walking confidently in your purpose um, God has called you to be the woman lead, lead with your value and you will attract the right man at the right time as we've been talking about that, that is beautifully succinct straight to the point and very easy to grasp so when you're leading with your value like you said walking in your purpose you are going to be able to attract the right man singleness is a season it's not a sentence like we've previously discussed. Thank you so much, Ijama. This was a very, very, you know, beautiful, informed interview. So I will encourage if you are listening to this, this amazing conversation to share it with a friend. Um, and it was lovely to have you on the podcast, Ijama. I cannot wait to see what is next for you. I am so excited. And it was just beautiful to witness your transformation through the process. Thank you so much for for honoring, um, you know, us with your wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. A lot of the wisdom I was sharing was, was one you shared with me. Oh. So. <laughs> so, trust me, I, I, thank you so much for making yourself available to your calling. Um, you've you. helped me a lot, and I'm pretty sure you've helped countless other women out there, and will continue to. Thank you. So, I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you, Tello. Wow, that was Ijama. As you can see, she is just a a, a well of wisdom. And, you know, it's really important that you understand the reason that we're having these conversations is to give you insight on what it means to experience dating God's way. So if this resonated with you in any way, make sure that you like, share, comment, subscribe. Make sure that you pass it along to that friend to listen to, to get some more insight, to help them date the right way. And if you want to join the Dating to Marry clients that I work with, I only work with a select few clients. Make sure to check out the link in the description box with all the details so you are first to be informed when we open our doors again. Until next time, bye.